0: Hi, everybody. I'm Christine McMahon-Thompson, and I'm here with Alex Dixon, and we are going to introduce you to One World Magazine.
1: All right. So I'm Alex Dixon, aforementioned. Uh, So, Christine, tell me about the mission of One World Magazine.
0: Well, Alex, it is a luxury lifestyle publication with a focus on health and wellness, and um, really with healthy lifestyles. The thing that's great about it is that the word healthy is actually, when you break it down, it's heal thy. So I just really think that it's a it's a great concept right now for what's going on in the world for people to be focusing on their health and their wellness and at the same time realizing that you can do that with, with luxury and um, so yeah, it's, it's fun.
1: So how did you come up with the concept for the magazine?
0: I was the editorial director of World Magazine for 20 years in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We catered to all of really Western Pennsylvania, and that was a social and special events magazine that covered all of the different fundraisers, and then we had other concepts in there like women in business. Um, We covered a lot of couples who make a difference, and really we're focusing on the positive aspects of the community of Western Pennsylvania. When that magazine ended in 2018, I realized that there was a hole in the market. People really wanted to feel that connection again. But right now, we're in this strange time with COVID, and people really kind of can't feel that connection, and there are no more fundraisers or anything. So I thought, what if I do this and focus on doing interviews, and that's what I'm really interviewing people in, in, in all different types of areas, from sports figures to musicians to major celebrities in, um, in politics and in business, and then also incorporating that with regular people as well.
1: Great. Uh, so we should uh, introduce the potential viewing audience to you a little bit since you're such a major figure of the magazine so why don't you tell us about your background a little bit?
0: Well I was raised in Washington PA and um, from a really big family I' there' are seven of us <laughs> and um, then I went to Shadyside Academy and I was one of the first in, in one of the first women to, to be um, graduated from that school which was really great and then I went to the University of Santa Clara in California, and then the University of Pittsburgh is where I was graduated, and then George Washington University Law School, and the whole time I've been a journalist. I've always I was always an editor. I've always inter- I had a radio show and, and, um, <laughs> in in um, at, at Pitt. It was called Spotlight with Chris McMahon. And, um, but but I've always been interested in, in radio and television and, and print media. So with World Magazine, I was able to um, incorporate everything. I worked as a TV news producer and an assignment editor for both WPXI and KDKA. And uh, when I was at George Washington in law school, I taught undergraduate communications classes. So... Um, it's always just sort of been a natural fit for me to, to do something like this. With World Magazine, I had a regular show on Pittsburgh Today Live on KDKA-TV, and I had regular spots on uh, the CBS radio stations as well as Wish, and I would go on WDVE, so it was fun.
1: So what are your main interests now?
0: I'm really interested in healthy lifestyle, and I want to know how people are maintaining it during these times really with COVID and moving forward once we get out of this, how to encourage people to stay healthy and and, and to maintain their their wellness so that that's the foundation for a lot of people's lives. I think people are really curious about that, don't you?
1: Absolutely. I I really think that that's one of the main issues that everyone's having right now is the the (laughs) COVID-15 and the fact that... um, our usual daily lifestyle has a lot more exercise and everything involved in it, and now that everything's kind of shifted, we don't know how to interact with our own selves as much. That's why, I actually, on the way here, uh, I get a bunch of like YouTube um, ads about, hey, Planet Fitness is doing this. Like Almost every other ad is some kind of health and wellness thing coming up, because that's the main issue that people are focusing on.
0: So. Yeah, you know, I was a I was a child athlete. I was a swimmer, mm-hmm. and um, and so, and I've always had the the desire to stay healthy and to stay um, trim and and fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it really helps my head. I, I, I people always will comment on on what I look like, and I say I do it for my my head, not right. not so much for for my looks. But I really got into yoga mm-hmm. several well, maybe almost a decade ago. Yeah. And have a daily yoga practice, but there's also a need to incorporate your food, your nutrition, and, and what you're eating, making sure you're eating fresh foods. And are, are you finding that too with yourself? That
1: oh yeah, I always. That's what I also went to the University of Pittsburgh, and that was one of my my favorite things about living on campus was the dining halls. The fact that all the food was so fresh, and you could always find something healthy there, whether or not you actually want to eat it at the <laughs> time. But you could always get something, and that's why like. I would go to the gym come back and just get chicken breast and a salad and I was like the fact that I can come and do that after coming from more rural background where there's not a lot of like farmers markets and (laughs) what's not I was like is I really feel better doing this so that's definitely something that I find is focusing on food focusing on your health that really does kind of clarify the way that you can think in your everyday life because it's like you're getting all the essentials into yourself, and your body's able to operate at the maximum capacity.
0: Yeah, I think I think I, I really agree with that, and and that's one of the the linchpins of a healthy lifestyle is that you drink a lot of water. There there were times that I found that that drinking a lot of water helped to help me when I had pain. Mm-hmm. I, I I had a leg injury, and so I had to have a lot of surgeries. And rather than taking the pain medicine, I would really Focus on drinking a, a, as much as a gallon of water a day really right. helped. And then staying active and, and eating food and that's really good for you. And then listening to good music and filling filling your head with good thoughts. And that can make a big difference. So that's what I'm finding with, with One World. I can, I'm asking everybody, what are they doing to maintain their healthy lifestyle? What kind of music are they listening to? And what are they doing with their nutrition?
1: Well, I'd say to that point... What kind of music are you listening
0: to? <laughs> well, I sort of binge. Mm-hmm. I, I, I go on these binges, and mm-hmm. and and for for a while, it was um, I listen. I listened to a lot of Mac Miller for for, for a long time, mm-hmm. and then now I listen to Jack Johnson over and over again, and kind of, you know more more alternative. I listen to everything, jazz. I love all of that. But how about you? What are you listening to?
1: Uh, well, because it's. November. I've already started listening to one of my favorite albums, which is Michael Buble's Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> I find it's never too early or too late to listen to that. I don't think it's a good Christmas album. I think it's a good album. Yeah. Uh, and just because I, I love jazz. I was a jazz band in high school. Uh, but since college, I've really found myself like diversifying. I was always a big alternative guy because my dad was super into rock from the 60s 70s 80s when he was growing up so i kind of got indoctrinated into that a lot of uh acdc was my favorite band as a kid Uh, but once i got sort of my own tastes i found myself moving towards like motion city soundtrack and pink floyd more like experimental synthesizer kind of stuff uh but lately I've kind of steered into country music, which uh-huh. was not what I was expecting <laughs> at all. I always thought it would be, you know, the simplistic, like, redneck stereotypes and everything. But it really, like, it's it's some of the best storytelling you'll ever listen to. Dolly Parton or Tyler Childers is a really modern guy. And it's like reading a Mark Twain novel in three and a half minutes. That's what <laughs> it feels like listening to that kind of music. So I, in terms of, like, actually helping yourself, like mentally and thinking about like the broader world I actually found that listening to country music has really helped that out unless it's Florida Georgia Line (laughs) 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 which songs are catchy don't get me wrong uh, but they are not intellectually stimulating
0: well you know it's interesting that's that's something when, when with One World. I'm, I'm really interested in, in, in creating different playlists for people and giving suggestions for people to listen to different things. Yeah. And So I really do ask everybody, what kind of music are you listening to? So that's, that's a fun thing too. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Um, so moving back to the magazine proper, uh, about how often can we expect it to come out? Because we're, we're in a situation where people are going to be chomping at the bit for this kind of information.
0: Yeah, I think, I, you know, it's interesting you say that. I think people are really looking for good news. They want something that's going to be informative in a realistic way where they can really do things that are going to be improving their own health and wellness and at the same time sort of feeling that connection with other people. And so it's going to come out four times a year. The first issue drops mid-December. I'm, I'm hoping it'll hit at December 20th right in time for Christmas. And um, there people can subscribe at oneworld.com. and um, I've, I'm, I'm shocked at the subscriptions. I already have exceeded my expectations, and the first issue hasn't even come out yet, so
1: So speaking of the first issue, who can we expect to be seeing in it?
0: <laughs> well, um, I'm very lucky that as my role as the editorial director at World Magazine in the past, I had the opportunity to interview so many different people that I was able to develop long-term relationships with, and, and a lot of people I worked with multiple times. The person that I had on the cover the most was Beth Stern, Beth Ostrowski Stern. is uh, She's from Fox Chapel. She went to Fox Chapel High School here in Pittsburgh and she's married to Howard Stern, and um, Howard photographed her. She's a, she's a model and a spokesperson for the North Shore Animal League, and, and together they, they rescue animals, uh, mainly cats and kittens, and bring them into their home and take care of them. So you'll see that Howard photographed the cover of Beth and their, one of their, their, their resident cats, who's named Yoda, And uh, Beth has written children's books about Yoda. She's written two so far.
1: (laughs) I just, I I love the names that people give their pets sometimes and i'm not exactly one to talk because uh the cat that my family got most recently is frankie which is short for benjamin franklin <laughs> i may or may not have come up with that one so well he's, one, no of he's yeah. one of my
0: heroes I, I, yes, ah, uh-huh. he's one of my heroes i yes uh-huh i was just talking about him yesterday with a friend i i'm i just i just think he's he was just the ultimate role guess. model
1: yeah absolutely and it's it's definitely as people from pennsylvania it's a Piece of pride to know that Ben Franklin is one of us. Exactly. I definitely. I think that's a big part of why a lot of people around here list him as probably their favorite founding father. Yeah. At least most, because. I mean, he's the founding father of fathers. Right.
0: I love it because he was an inventor, and I'm an inventor. I have some products that have patents and patent pending, Mm -hmm. and so I love that. And then I just love that he was such a moralist, and he was a politician, and he was very conscious of his role in society, so and very uplifting yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, I, I really, the what you said, moralist, is like, that's what I always kind of latch on to the most, because I studied political science at Pitt, and um, my, my whole capstone, I, I focused on political theory, and my capstone was on uh, the idea that a, a moralist leader leads to a more democratic society, which is like, it focuses more on the people, because when... people can see you as someone to look up to then they're more likely to believe in the government and someone who is a moralist leader is also again want to listen to the people so it's kind of a fluid relationship between the two of them so i just kind of i really found that fascinating and kind of inspiring so in in that way of wanting to focus on the good things in life i was like I just want to write a paper about something positive, even though I'm <laughs> in one of the most depressing fields of study. Because there's never anything happy in political science, so I tried to pick the one and went with it. Uh, my my capstone paper was also on Frozen too, because we had to incorporate <laughs> media, and that was the most recent movie that I watched. So,
0: well, you know, it's 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 funny. That's that's something that's that again is one of the linchpins with One World Magazine. Is the concept of being inspiring and positive and the the need for positivities, particularly right now? When we launched World Magazine, we launched it right after September 11th in 2001. And there was this fear that people weren't going to, to like the magazine or it wasn't going to do well. But instead, the opposite happened because it was so positive and such a bright light. Um, for me, I'm just an, I'm a naturally positive, optimistic person. I, I just never feel sorry for myself and don't, don't, um, I don't judge other people who, who do take the, the, a more negative road. It's just not my lifestyle and not my choice. So with this magazine, what I'm really looking to do is to inspire people to feel positive and, and to create ways for them to improve their life. Yeah,
1: so uh, on a message of inspiration and seeing someone do something that everyone can look up to, I kind of begs the question about how you're building the magazine on your own and how you're doing this. I think that's actually something really important for a lot of people to hear. I think it can give a good message about what a individual can do.
0: Ah, oh, thanks. That's really nice, Alex. Well, the it's very kind of you to say that. The um, in the past. What are the, well, I should say in the past, we we had a staff of fourteen people working on the magazine, plus photographers and um, you know free other freelance writers and a lot of input. But right now, it's it's pretty clear that um, there are things we can do with technology that changes all of that and, and simplifies it. So um, I'm able to actually do all of the writing and and a a lot of the photography myself Mm -hmm. and the production and it's really fun i'm having a blast the distribution i'm putting everything together i have um someone helping me with the design and i have someone helping me with the social media Mm -hmm. and i have you helping me with with our podcasts Mm -hmm. but other than that it's it's all me and it i like that it's i'm also doing the sales and marketing so it's it's a way to to just do every everybody says how do you do that and like i'm having a blast it's really fun i'm in my bliss yeah.
1: I, I think there's something good about being able to know exactly who you're relying on for everything in a situation that's kind of mm-hmm. like you're working on a group project and you're like everyone just you can get the grade i just want to do it because i trust me and i like the way that i do things mm-hmm. like, i definitely i i really i think there's something incredibly admirable admirable about the way that you're doing that and the fact Aww. that you have such a positive attitude about that that's the Thanks. kind of you just want to see that more in a lot of people.
0: Well, you know what I've done really, too, is that I, I always wanted to get my MBA. And I always that was one of my regrets is that I didn't do that joint MBA-JD program where you, where you go to law school and business school at the same right. time. But um, I've, I learned a lot about business. And so one of the things I've done is just simplified everything on the back end. It's just so simple for people to subscribe or to advertise, and they know exactly what they're going to get. So I like that aspect of it.
1: Yeah. So I think this is a good way to close out our little introductory episode is to look to the future. (laughs) So thinking about the people that we can have in the future, who are some of the people that you've had on the magazine before who've really stood out to you that everyone can kind of look to and be like, oh, that's the kind of content I want
0: to see. <laughs> well, so I have uh, Troy and Theodora Palomalu are on this issue, and I, I, I'll continue to work with them. Howard and Beth Stern, as I said. Burton Morris, who's, who's a big artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with Taylor Swift, John Bon Jovi, uh, Los Lobos, Josh Groban, Michael Buble, President Obama, um, Sir Paul McCartney Ben Roethlisberger um, a lot of the Steelers were um, really some of my my, my best interviews Brett Keisel and um, um, Lamar Woodley um, Cam Hayden uh, Sidney Crosby and uh, most of the guys on that team uh, Gino Malkin um, and uh, well, I was one of the last people to interview Kobe Bryant so that's I'm I'm really interested in, in continuing those relationships. Heinz Ward, I, I could I could go on. i I was really really really
1: lucky. Yeah,
0: Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> who were, who
1: were some I'll keep of thinking ones. of it. To
0: Faith Hill, Tim McGraw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who were the ones that you had the most fun interviewing? That you really like, you have a funny story coming out
0: of. Yeah, Bob Dylan, he was really great. He was he sounded just like his the way he sings. It was he had this sort of twang yeah. voice to him and he was great. Guy Fieri was really fun.
1: I love Guy Fieri. He's such a like cool person to be around. As much as everyone like makes fun of the hair and everything, <laughs> he really is like a genuine guy, and I really love that.
0: Yeah, me too. He he um he went to one of the Super Bowls that where we were the um the one in Tampa where where the Steelers won and um so that was really fun because I I had met him before doing interviews and got to got to see him again that was fun but there there are there are a lot of really great celebrity stories so uh Arnold Palmer uh Christina Aguilera was one of my first she was my first celebrity that I got to interview because she's originally from Pittsburgh um yeah, I I I've I've gotten to interview a lot of people. That's
1: great. So, I think that's a good introduction to what <laughs> everything's going to be about. You want to close us out with some kind of statement?
0: Yeah, I I really want to encourage people to check out the magazine, get a subscription to it, and let me know what you think about it at at oneworld.com. There'll be interaction and just let me know what you think and any suggestions for people to interview. I'm I'm ready to do it.
1: And you can look forward to a lot more podcasts coming out on the YouTube channel where this will be posted all the time. So Great. look forward to that.
0: All right. Thank you.